Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Lingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode uncovers research which has found an estimated 414 million pieces of anthropogenic debris on Australia's remote Cocos Islands. far edges of the world, hidden deep amongst the raging seas and rising waves, lays a series of secret atolls and coral coves, remote islands that are almost entirely untouched by human hands, untouched by human hands, but maimed by the detritus that those hands have wrought as coffee lids and toothbrushes bathe shamelessly on previously pristine shores Ancient bottles of lilt roll across the dunes, their dirty emerald hues diffracting the sun's light across our filthy plastic paradise. Shampoo bottles and silicon chips rub callously against sands that will never again be white. The carrier bags begin to coalesce, contorting to create impossible structures of fabricated indifference as plastic straws pair up to join in this two-fingered gesture to consequence. These islands were our canary, one that we had no intention of saving from artificial asphyxiation and which now lies silent at the far edges of the world, untouched by human hands. This poem was inspired by recent research published in Nature Communications, which has estimated how much plastic pollution is located on Australia's remote Cocos Islands. Global plastic production has increased dramatically over the last 60 years, with nearly half of all plastic manufactured during this time produced in the last 13 years. Distressingly, as well, 40% of plastic items enter the waste stream in the same year they're produced, for example, plastic packaging and other single-use plastics. And recent estimates suggest that there are now 12.7 million tonnes of plastic in our oceans, consisting of over 5.25 trillion items, which is more than the number of stars in our galaxy. Plastic pollution has been documented across all levels of the marine food web, from the deepest depths of the oceans to the remotest of beaches such as those of the Cocos Islands, located in the middle of the Indian Ocean, 2,750 kilometres northwest of Perth, Australia. Now, these remote islands, such as the Cocos Islands, don't have large populations depositing rubbish nearby. The total populations of these islands, for example, is about 600 people, and are therefore an indicator of the amount of plastic waste that is currently circulating in the world's oceans. The total amount of anthropogenic or human-made debris present in the Cocos Islands was calculated by first carrying out a number of beach transects in which the researchers counted every individual piece of rubbish over a specific area. During these transects, over 23,000 anthropogenic debris items were logged, weighing a total of about 100 kilograms. And this data was then used to calculate a mean density of items. The total beach area and perimeter for each island was then measured using aerial imagery taken from Google Earth and combined with the mean density of the items to estimate a total debris. This approach was done for both the waste that was visible on the beach surface and also debris that was buried down to a depth of 10 centimeters. Now using this methodology, 
the Cocos Islands were estimated to contain 414 million pieces of human-made rubbish, weighing approximately 238 tonnes. And of these identifiable items, approximately 25%, that's a quarter of them, were classified as disposable plastics, including straws, bags, toothbrushes. With the majority of the waste, about 380 million items thought to be buried up to 10 centimeters below the surface. Now these small buried items pose considerable challenges for wildlife and also the volunteers charged with the task of cleaning them up. Overall, this research has highlighted that action is you know, really urgently required to address the issues of plastics in our oceans, which as well as involving effective waste management should also focus on strategies designed to limit plastic production in the first instance. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. At the far edges of the world, hidden deep amongst the raging seas and rising waves, lays a series of secret atolls and coral coves. Remote islands that are almost entirely untouched by human hands. Untouched by human hands, but maimed by the detritus that those hands have wrought, as coffee lids and toothbrushes bathe shamelessly on previously pristine shores, ancient bottles of lilt roll across the dunes, their dirty emerald hues diffracting the sun's light across our filthy plastic paradise. Shampoo bottles and silicon chips rub callously against sands that will never again be white. The carrier bags begin to coalesce, contorting to create impossible structures of fabricated indifference as plastic straws pair up to join in this two-fingered gesture to consequence. These islands were our canary, one that we had no intention of saving from artificial asphyxiation, and which now lies silent at the far edges of the world, untouched by human hands. In this section of the podcast, I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the subject of this podcast. And in this episode, I'll be reading We Are No Longer Interested in the Sea by Michael Conley. In the summer of 2017, my colleague Dan Simpson and I initiated a global poetry competition, a challenge to find 20 poems that spoke about climate change in different voices and which would you know, somehow help to make real this global interdisciplinary problem. The only stipulations that we set were that the poems had to be about climate change, however the authors might perceive this, and that they had to be 40 lines or less. Incredibly, we received 174 entries from 23 countries in five languages, and after a rigorous and pretty difficult selection process, 20 poems were chosen, the result of which is A Change of Climate, a collection of poetry that's available from Amazon in both electronic and paperback formats, with all proceeds going to the Environmental Justice Foundation, the EGF, and given the incredible work that the EGF do in both humanising climate change and providing aid to those humans affected by the changing climate, we could think of no organisation more deserving of the proceeds from the book. Michael Conley is one of the poets to be featured in the book. He's a poet and teacher based in Manchester. His first poetry pamphlet, Aquarium, was published by Flairstack, and his second, More Weight, is with Eyewear. I'm going to read to you now his poem entitled, We Are No Longer Interested in the Sea. We are no longer interested in the sea, the sea is a tiresome old man shouting down dementia's cushioned corridors and we are not fooled by its bluster. In fact, we are sick of the sea. 
We are sick of its desire to relive former glories, its gatecrashery of our parties, its pathetic attempts at coup d'etat. We should kill it. We should go to the beach at night and pelt the sea with stones until our breath pricks our lungs like a swallowed anemone. Bring everything you have. Kettles, refrigerators, old washing machines, pitch them in, force everything we have ever built down its open gullet and lose yourself in the ecstasy of it. We will drown the sea in solidity and we will walk upon it in our thousands. The earth and the sky will be forced to sit up and take notice. Thank you for listening to The Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening.